0: Thank you for joining us as we bring you this Easter service of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our readings this morning are from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 25, verses 6 through 9, and from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. My sermon is titled, Unbound. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email, here are a few highlights. Today at 11 a.m., we will gather for an Easter social hour via Zoom. I invite you to join us for that. This Wednesday, the 7th, we will have a simple service of Taze with prayer chants and candlelight. Join us via Zoom at 7.30 p.m. And this Thursday, the 8th, We will have virtual small groups at 8pm. Join us via Zoom as we spend an hour in conversation, spiritual practice, and adding some color to our daily routines. And now, in preparation for worship, you're invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God.
1: With the stone rolled away came an empty tomb. He is not here. He is risen. With the stone rolled away came a new heaven and a new earth. He is not here. He has gone before you into Galilee. With the stone rolled away came new life. Christ is risen. Christ Christ is is risen indeed. indeed.
2: Let us pray. All honor, praise, and glory are yours, O God. Through the resurrection, we are freed to new life. Enable us to believe we can live this new life. Forgive us when we do not. Make us a resurrection people, forgiven, empowered, redeemed. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you.
1: With the stone rolled away came light.
2: A light to illumine our darkness and a light to dispel our fear.
1: With the stone rolled away came a new heaven and a new earth.
2: The old things are passed away.
1: The new things have come. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Amen.
3: this mountain, the God of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-matured wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-matured wines strained clear. And God will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. God will swallow up death forever. Then the Holy One will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of God's people, God will take away from all the earth. For God has spoken It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited so that God might save us. This is the Holy One for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in God's salvation. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God.
2: Reading from the Gospel of John, the 20th chapter, beginning with the first verse. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and I do not know where they have laid him. not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciples who reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look at the tomb and she saw two angels in white For whom are you looking? Supposing him to be the gardener. She said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to my father but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Abba and your Abba, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Here ends the reading.
0: Her brown coat was thick with winter. Her lingering fragrance, pungent and sweet. Long before the saddle was thrown over, fear radiated through my hands. With each brushstroke, she twitched knowingly. As I traced my hand down her shoulder, I felt the gift of weight shifting as she allowed me to lift one hoof after another, careful not to hurt her, grateful she didn't hurt me. No one could navigate for us the world we alone shared, nor could they fully sense it. A few stalls down, there was a three year old quarter horse who was playful and beaming. She greeted visitors like family joyful, warm, comfortable. Princess was different. Playful was not her way, she did not instigate greetings. She wasn't shy about attempting a sharp kick or nip. She gave no indication she wanted me to enter her stall ever. I accepted this was part of the lesson. Slowly, each morning anew, we found our rhythm. As much as I feared her, she became a friend I cared for, respected. In our shared world of few words, thank you was my prayer. Though we learned to respond to each other's cues, I understood she would never be contained, no matter the bridle or saddle no matter the imagery assigned with the name princess, no matter the category given of horse, the life within her was bigger than the strands we shared, her story bigger than I could ever tell. Her spirit would remain always unbound. She's been visiting my Easter ponderings this week. Little snapshots with fuzzy edges, persistent like fragments of a song with the words missing. Easter is like that. It lives somewhere in us. And as the warmth of spring arrives, turning a landscape of green to pink and yellow and orange and purply blue it begins to reappear each year we try to find the words to describe this mystery of new life or perhaps of life older than time flowering again we know it tangibly and we reach for it metaphorically it is courage in the face of adversity it is the breakthrough finding freedom from all that binds you it is love's response to fear Easter is a political protest It is the community standing in the face of oppressive forms of power. It is reclaiming the narratives used to silence and harm. Easter is an internal transformation, a daily and lifelong journey. It is acknowledging mistakes and trying again. It is rediscovering and liberating who you are. Easter is the soil taking in the dying and offering sustenance for life. It is the green shoot cracking through the concrete and greeting the blue sky. Easter is the spirit that ultimately will remain always unbound. It is this spirit that's present in John's telling of the resurrection. Our reading begins with Mary in distress as she discovers Jesus' body is missing from the tomb. Whoever was responsible would have laid themselves open to the charge of tomb robbery and, by ordinance of Caesar, punishment of death. She pleads to know where he's been taken. For the people of Jesus' time, death did not end with the last breath, it was a process that continued over the course of a year. As the body decomposed, there was a belief that the sins of the person also fell away. For someone punished with execution, their body was withheld for that year, entombed separately until they had fully paid their debt. It was only then that their bones were given back to their family for a second burial in an ossuary, collected with the rest of their kin. This was the final preparation for their resurrection, when they believed God would take their bones, like the spindles of a scroll, and give them a new hide a fresh story. If a body was taken, so was the family's hope of reunion and resurrection. Devastated, Mary weeps in the garden. John interrupts her mourning with an unexpected coda In the voice of the gardener, Mary realizes the tomb has not been robbed. Jesus' resurrection has already come. There was no year of continued punishment, no debt to pay, no sin to cleanse. Rome was overruled. Instead of a narrative about a debt to be thankful about for having been paid, a narrative about God sending Jesus to earth to die. It is a proclamation that the sentence was unjust, was wrong. It is a story of God standing with Jesus, with his followers, with the community of John a witness to the truth that lives in the face of fear. Not even in death could Jesus be bound. His body would not be withheld. His story was bigger, even than those riding chariots and lifting crosses could tell. In the garden, Mary met the mystery of life rising again. And so, in honor of the spirit that remains always unbound, we say Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.
3: Let us pray. Holy One who has carried us through the darkness into the light. Spirit that has provided for our breaking hearts and confused minds. A day of new life. A day of undying hope. Create us as new beings. May this day... Of death conquering miracles create in all the world peace and in all the people's wholeness may your indomitable spirit of acceptance of inclusion of oneness make us truly your people spirit of creation create us afresh. In your image and for your glory, in the name of the risen one, we pray. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you. We make all these prayers in the name of the one who taught us to pray, saying,
2: Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation
0: With the warmth of spring greeting you, may you feel the gift of weight shifting as you go forth led by the spirit that remains always unbound.